0: And all the brothers and sisters said, hey, amen.
1: I, I mean, love that you think f- we're going to punch figure, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, too,
0: right? <laughs> and
1: I ain't butt <laughs> chugging anything. We gotta do
0: we need some content here. Uh,
1: in the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision.
0: Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. <laughs> how many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt's a
1: so I, I, I love I love those head games of the two. got to wait all it's, your it's, it's options. So
0: much fun. Nobody I wants guess. to go Lane Kiffin
1: here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is week, oh my God, what week is it? Two, three, fuck, I don't even know. It's the end two, of week 25. two, the beginning of week three, week 25. I don't know, you heard Grinch. Uh, it is some week in liquor and leagues in college football. I think it's we're starting week three here. Um, Gosh, a lot's happened since the last time we talked And I'm confused about what week it is, but that's okay Uh, We're going to jump into all things SEC football and more But first and foremost, gentlemen, how is everybody doing?
2: I'm doing very well I'm doing very well
1: My Bulldogs (laughs) really put it on Samford yesterday
2: (laughs) I I assume you two are doing fantastic as well
1: Phenomenal Phenomenal, yeah Uh, But we'll get into all that In just a moment. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we do not have the Haas Ness monster with us. He was feeling a little under the weather and could not make it. That's okay. He'll be here next week, hopefully, to espouse all things uh, South Carolina football, which I know you all are dying to hear. But that is neither here nor there at the moment. I have who we have the the three amigos are in the house and so we're going to go ahead and jump into this week's liquor and leagues. So uh yeah there was a full slate of games, I believe 12 games on the roster this past weekend. Uh, we're also just gonna toss in one more game because if you listen to the previous episode of liquor and leagues, uh, we discussed all of the games in the previous week. Save one. And that was the LSU Florida State game. We're not going to take long to touch on this game. But since we didn't get a chance to talk to it in our previous show, we want to go ahead and touch on it now. Uh, But then we will jump into week two and the full slate of games, those 12 games and how they fell out. Some not so surprising, some really surprising. terms of this week and not just in conference but out of conference there were a few surprising games in the top 25 so we'll probably touch on those but first and foremost let's go into jump into the last game of week one that was the lsu florida state game that took place it was on a monday sunday night sorry (laughs) it was on sunday night the fourth of september and and going into that game i believe haas even made the comment on the show all SEC teams have won their opening game.
2: Right, right. They've won.
1: So we were all rooting for LSU. We all picked LSU on our picks, if you paid attention to that episode. And unfortunately, uh, they did what Brian Kelly's teams have done in the past, and they dropped the ball, came up just just a hair short on Florida State, and that final score was 24-23. They just couldn't get it done. And so they were the only uh, SEC team not to win their opening game, unfortunately. But uh, is there much to say about this game? Uh, and, I mean and, the
2: only the only thing I'll say is is mistakes cost them at the end. Of course. You know, I mean not necessarily and I know that it's like a there's a nuance to this, but it's, it's not as much getting outplayed as I mean when you muff that punt, that was huge at that point in the game. And they and then yeah, I mean they just didn't look great otherwise. So yeah, I I I thought on paper they were gonna win. They should have won, but they didn't.
1: Right. And it's, um, as you said, mistakes cost you the game as they tend to do. Most teams make enough mistakes and it will cost you a game. Uh, Matt, yeah. what were you going to say, brother?
0: No, I was going to say, I think the other important takeaway was uh, if you're a reporter show up one time, uh, oh. Brian, Kelly's, <laughs> Brian, Brian Kelly's a big whiny baby. He uh, runs a
2: tight ship. Uh, it, yeah, clearly.
0: <laughs> um, look, No, I think this was the question we had with LSU going in is, is what were we going to get out of it? Right. You know, they, they tried to make the big splash after getting rid of the last year. They went out way over in my opinion, Brian Kelly. Um, and quite frankly, I'm not, not impressed by LSU at this point. And I don't think we're going to be impressed at all with them this year. I think they're going to be a mediocre team at best.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, look, I realize that the start of the Brian Kelly era, however long it may last at LSU, may be in question. But there's no denying LSU versus Southern this week, 65-17. I mean, they showed up and they balled out, right? I mean.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they, they beat the living hell out of a school that was just getting paid.
1: Right. Uh, and, and you you will have to forgive us, Mac. Uh Mac was kind enough to come down this past week, and we actually traveled, COVID notwithstanding, whatever that may be. We actually traveled to Gainesville for the Florida-Kentucky game. It was the first time in four years since kind of this whole COVID thing had happened uh, that we have been able to step foot back inside Ben Hill Griffiths stadium. And we were able to go to that game uh, almost no at seven, seven short of 90,000. The home opener last week against Utah was the record setting home opener at right at 90,000. And we were 89,993 this past weekend. So Mac is actually traveling back today. So if his audio goes in and out, we do apologize, but he wanted to be on the show today. So he's here, Mac. Thank you for doing that while traveling.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh... No problem. I just I just assumed that was you muting me every five
1: seconds. No, 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 no. That that drunken robot sound you have, you hear that? That's Mac in the private jet on the way home at thirty five thousand feet. So it, it's going to go in and out. So you have to forgive us. So, uh, Florida State, LSU, the end of last week, obviously not ideal for LSU and the SEC conference as a whole because they could have gone undefeated in their first week. Didn't happen, but that's neither here nor there. We move into week two now, and let's go ahead and talk about some of these games. All right, Auburn, San Jose State, Auburn wins 24-16. Uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Clearly nobody else should be. We all picked Auburn, yeah. and so we'll move past that one. LSU Southern, 65-17, as we already said. LSU just kind of came in and rolled on that one. Ole Miss, Central Arkansas, 59-3. This is kind of what you have expected to see with Lane Kiffin offenses. They, they tend to be offense-heavy, defense notwithstanding. So 59-3 is no exception. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State travels across the country, and they win 39-17. Uh, this one should have been a, a fairly mundane conversation, but unfortunately, it's going to be the first of the ones we're going to talk about, and that is going to be the Texas A&M App State. What, what we all believed should yeah. have been a Texas A&M drubbing of App State. Uh, yeah. And clearly, App State came into Kyle Field. And came into the twelfth man as they always claim. The the crowd is the twelfth man there. <clears throat> Unlike a lot of other places, they just have a vibe there. I guess I've never actually been. And uh, yeah, App State taking it to Texas A and M. And I made the comment that they were a giant killer. They did it a few years ago to Michigan. They went to the big house and they they shut Michigan down. And we all, I think Mac, maybe even you, joked about this about going for App State. And you're like, yeah, not. You know, I'm not going to do it. You know, and here we are. Now you look yeah. at it and you go.
0: Well, you, you bring up a great point, right? I mean, they knocked off Michigan, which was a ranked team. Um, and then they knocked off Coastal Carolina a year ago when they were ranked. And now they've taken it to Texas A&M. Uh, yeah. Guys people, are going to stop putting these this team on their schedule as a <laughs> cupcake game.
1: Right. They're about to be the next Cincinnati going, well, we should be in the conversation. And what's interesting is when you look at the stat sheet on this game, I was really surprised by App State's performance to go into Kyle Field. This was obviously, you know, you're going into hostile territory, a major player in the SEC. App State, total, 315 yards. And you go, well, that's not that big of a deal, right? No, but they held Texas A&M to 186. <laughs> I mean, you you held them to less than 100 yards of rushing and less than 100 yards of passing. 97 passing yards, 89 rushing yards for a team from the Sunbelt Conference to walk into Kyle Field to to really hold a team who is kind of a perennial favorite in the West right now or what they thought it was Alabama, Texas A&M kind of in control. Right. And um, yeah, they took it to them. So good on you, App State. I mean, 17-14, you you thought this game would have been a blowout by Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher since they bought what appeared to be a national championship this year. With all of the stuff they did yeah, previously. The highest recruiting. Tr- yeah. Yeah. Um, and it did not pay dividends. So what does that mean?
2: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Everybody's I, quiet. I, I mean, I have a lot of I thoughts say, on
1: what I think it means.
2: <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> well I, I, I was gonna say, I think the first thing for me is you you seriously have to consider now looking at App State moving into the AP poll. Um, you know, they they took it to UNC the first week. Now UNC is not, you know, Texas and M by any stretch of the imagination but they're a good team and they put up what 63 points I think when UNC in a loss
1: 61 to, I thought it was 63 61, 61. <laughs> yeah
0: and then to turn around now and you know beat Texas A&M like you said at Kyle Field I, I think the conversation for them is, is solid to at least move into the top 25 you know even even a low number
1: right and do just, and do you put do you have teams going, well, do we put App State on there? Are we willing to take that chance to pay them to pay them to come to our home and beat us? No, thank you. You know, I'm no, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm sure
2: it's 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 a pretty critical aspect. And and I'll I'm sure the numbers are similar, you know, but we'll get to the Sanford game. The only reason I'm bringing this up now is because uh, we were looking into how much money they get paid. And so Sanford gets the $500,000 to come and play and they have like four teams. They rotate between each year to balance the books. I mean, Appalachian state probably does it for the monetary reasons, but they also have like, they've got a tremendous work ethic and just a tenacity to them that, you know, you think you're going to just sleepwalk through the game and treat it like a practice and have states like, I'm here to tell you right now, you are not not to us. I mean, people's had 19 carries for 112 yards.
1: Right. And I would say, you know, we need to get to the other games, but I would say kudos to Ab State for showing up, for keeping Texas A&M on their heels, never letting them, you know. I mean, they did it, you know, it was a kind of a back and forth, but never letting them really run away with this when you kept it close. And in the end, that's all that mattered. You were able to keep it close enough to pull off the win. All right, so let's move on. We missed a few. Missouri, Kansas State.
2: I was not surprised.
1: Kansas state 40 to 12 Mac. You may have been surprised since you picked Missouri. Not sure why, but I think this harkens back to your Memphis pick over Mississippi state the week before. It's like, I don't know what you were thinking in terms of just going mm, Missouri, but
0: yeah, I was, pr- I was probably drinking. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it probably was, but it did not pan out for you. Um, and then finally, before we jump into the other games, Wake Forest, Vanderbilt. Everybody but Mac also went Wake Forest. Here, he decided, you know what? I, I shit on yeah. Vanderbilt all of last year. I'm not doing it this year.
0: I started out. I, I going try. To. I try and show Vanderbilt some love.
1: You know and what do they do? They,
0: they, the they start on terrain. time. <laughs> right? They they get me on board. And then they break your heart. That's they what like, Vanderbilt does. They're like, the I'm act. already
2: in a relationship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, thank Wait. you. We're, we're not gonna we're not gonna date you at this time.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Wake forest forty-five twenty-five over Vanderbilt. So uh yeah. yeah, not a great showing by Vanderbilt and maybe you know, they got those two wins out of the way early and maybe now the rest of the season will play out kind of like we expected, but we'll see. All right. So let's jump into kind of the, the marquee games of the weekend. Obviously we'll hit on this first one, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. This was a rivalry from last year that Haas managed to pull out on us in the picks. He went with Pittsburgh and, and really at the outset of this game, I thought, holy shit, they're going to do it again. They jumped out to an early lead. And yeah. Tennessee was chasing the game, but ultimately yeah. Tennessee wins. And that I, I think I put in the wrong.
2: It was a rough start, for sure. Um, and exactly. then, um, and you know, the, as the game settled in, then the Tennessee defense just started taking over and some, what, two interceptions. One was a pick six. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I, I mean, Tennessee just beat them. They, exactly. they just showed up in all facets of the game. Right. And that was a revenge game. You know, they lost by, what, one touchdown or less?
1: Yes, and at, I th- it was an overtime, wasn't it?
2: Uh, it may have been, I can't of they time. lost last year
1: Yes, to Pitt. <clears throat> um, but you know what, uh, Haas, maybe you saw something or you thought something we didn't see. I mean, they kept it close, but ultimately Tennessee won, thankfully, because I didn't want to deal with another Pittsburgh win. Uh, you know, Georgia, Sanford Grinch, you touched on this, obviously. A- and this one surprised me for a number of reasons. The first, notwithstanding, is Sanford kept them to 33 points. Now, I imagine it's probably because – Stetson didn't play the whole game, did he? Because I know there were some no, other he played quarterbacks first, that came in.
2: he played the first drive of the second half. But um, if you watch the game, I, I, I wouldn't read too much into that because okay. they were rotating a, a, a fair number of players almost the whole first half. Linemen.
1: Spreading the wealth. Getting
2: freshmen in. in um, okay. And it, it needs to be noted that the coach of Sanford is who gave Kirby smart, his first coaching job. Ooh. And so, and will Mustchamp was on that, that coaching staff at one point as well.
1: So I hey, think there's cool. a lot of
2: love and respect there. And I don't think the intent was, let's see how much we can score. I think hey. it was handle your business, be respectful. Let's move on. Gotcha. Yeah, up,
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure that he doesn't want to have his name mentioned. Uh, in the same
2: breath as Will Must Champ. So Kirby's Kirby Smart. smart. Baby, but, I, uh, they're good friends. I am ha- very happy to have him on the staff. He is the co defensive coordinator. Uh, and they don't trust him to do it on special all alone. teams. So he's That's co it.
1: defensive coordinator. He's the co chief.
2: Who yeah. now has another national championship ring. So
1: there you go. All right. Arkansas, South Carolina. Hey, Haas, I know you're not Ooh. here, but your special teams, they didn't keep you in this one, brother. And neither did your quarterback now, but you would think from a stat perspective, almost a thousand yards of total offense between the two teams, 416 by Carolina, 457 by Arkansas, total offense. Unfortunately, I think one of the problems South Carolina is facing right now in the first two games, they've had five turnovers. They are definitely not winning the turnover battle. You can get away with that against Georgia State but unfortunately Arkansas and, and Georgia next week, like they are going to just put their foot on your throat. If you lose the turnover battle, you know, Spencer well, Rattler and in two weeks Spencer has thrown three interceptions. And then yesterday they had two fumbles. So that's I mean, an issue.
2: To me, one of the most telling stats was the rushing. I mean, Arkansas rushed 65 times for 295, 295.
1: yards. What, you don't like they, the forty they, yards that Carolina put up? <laughs> they were just more physical. Yes.
2: I mean, ultimately, they were just more physical uh, in all aspects of the game. And by the end, that's what, you know, I mean, Arkansas put up 23 in the fourth quarter. I just, you know, they just warmed down.
1: <clears throat> right. And again, I know Spencer, he threw, he was 24 for 39 for 376 yards of passing, but they only ran 40 yards of offense from the line of scrimmage. So their running game was non-existent. So it definitely wasn't a balanced game. And again, you know, I know the week before he made commentary about the special teams and I'm pretty sure there's, there's no commentary to be made now about their special teams and it didn't keep them in the game. Uh, but yeah, this was, you know, it seemed to be close, but then Arkansas eventually just said, nope, we're walking away from this one. And it is unfortunate because now South Carolina is I mean, potentially, I'll say potentially, I won't say definitely, but potentially they're going to be looking at a one and two start to the season. So, yeah.
2: And like you said, I mean, uh, five fumbles, two of which are lost. Right. And then you, you can't get a running game going. You know, that's just, it's hard to win. It's like, I, I mean, I know it's cliche. I mean, the stats, they're easy to use to justify what happened, but they're pretty telling stats of like, if you said, let's not show you the score, let me show you the stat sheet. Who do you think won?" you know, you'd probably pretty quickly go. Yeah. Arkansas.
1: Right. Uh, all right. So let's move on to the last of the two games. Uh, Mac and I were watching college game day. They were talking about the Alabama Texas game. It was college game day's game of the week. They were there in, in Austin. And what uh, was it? Is it Jordan Spieth? They talked about Jordan Spieth, the PGA golfer, had said Texas is going to win this game 52 nothing. And even Mac and I joked like, yeah, that's um, that's a little bold. That's a hell of a prediction, 52 nothing." But they actually almost lost this game. And, and up until the last minute and a half, we're losing this game. <clears throat> and uh, 19 to 17. And obviously as it fell out, Texas could not stop the final drive by Alabama to put them in field goal range. And, uh, you know, kind of as, as things expired, Alabama kicks a winning field goal and they end it 20 to 19. Uh, Grinch, especially for you, because I know this is going to be one of those daunting tasks, potentially from the West, you will be facing because now Texas AM, and I think, as you said, is going to tumble from as a Georgia fan, knowing that's your potential opponent. How did you feel about this game?
2: Well, uh, I watched almost all of it, and it is easily one of the ugliest performances I've ever seen Alabama play, Uh, at least in recent memory. Um, I mean, penalties all over the place and just stupid penalties.
1: like Fifteen penalties? Fifteen penalties for 100 yards? I mean, and there's
2: probably – you know, I'm sure Texas fans will tell you there were some pass interference calls that could have been made as well that weren't. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I think if you're if you're Texas, you know, it's one of those like on the one hand, you know, I I I, I agree with the statement, you know, championship teams find a way to win. Um and has, as somebody who has lost to this team in the final play of a national championship, I understand <laughs> the frustration of believing you've beating you're beating a team the entire game only to lose with however much time left. Right. Um, I, I mean, Texas didn't do themselves any favors, though. They were kind of ugly at times, um, and you know, I mean, I think I saw Quinn Ewers is going to be out four to six weeks uh, with the shoulder injury. You know, the hit, there wasn't a call on the hit. You know, he didn't, like, drive him into the ground. Um, it was probably at the edge of a late hit. And, again, if you're a Texas fan, you think it was for sure. Um, and then, uh, who is it, Hudson Card comes yep. in. The dude's limping the whole, almost the whole time he's in. He gets injured, has to get his ankle taped, and he's, he's you can watch him hobbling the game. And so, you know, you're like, and still Texas almost pulled it off. So there's a lot of conflicting things there going on of like, it was honestly like for both teams, it was not a great game. <laughs> it really wasn't. Receivers were dropping balls. And at the end of the day, Bryce Young was the different uh, On that final drive, if you saw the tackle he alluded, he managed to elude, it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's another Heisman reel uh, segment for sure. Because he just – he he went right and kind of tucked down, and I think it was like one of the corners that – it was like a corner blitz. And he just goes right over him. Like you can just see his arms sweep over his back, and then Bryce Young just takes off and gets a midfield goal range. And so he's the reason they pulled the win. Now, with the same thing we talked about A M line play, the O-line, th- this was one of the – you know, concerns from last year to this year, just got mauled. Um, running backs were not picking up blitzes very well. Receivers were dropping balls. None of the receivers were deep threats. They they were not opening up the game. And so it all felt like they almost completely abandoned the run game towards the end and just went to Bryce, just take it over. So, you know, uh, there's a lot to work on there but we've seen them fix it before. I guess the question is, let's see who they play next and what shows up.
1: All right, let's move on to the final game of the weekend, and that was Florida, Kentucky. Uh, It was a night game in the swamp under the lights. Uh, By all accounts, we all believed, except for Haas, that Kentucky, he thought they would win. The rest of us went Florida, thought this was going to be a no-brainer. I think the problem here, and I told this to Mac, is – i'm going to reference public enemies 1988 hit don't believe the hype and they Mm -hmm. came off a win against number seven utah in the swamp and they you know the the entire country was saying they've arrived billy napier's got them humming anthony richardson is a heisman contender we all heard it uh if you listen throughout the week i think maybe that shit got into their head uh they came in at poison it, it. I don't know what it was, but I, I can tell you as as fun as it was to be back in the stadium, the atmosphere was electric, nearly 90,000 strong watching your team from an offensive perspective when they have said all week, this guy's the guy. We don't want to say it too early. It's one game into the season, but he's really yeah. a he's a standout quarterback. And, and I think Herb Street said it on college game day. He is probably the best quarterback in the country right now. And then. Yesterday, it was painful to watch him. I mean, he, I'm sorry, 14 for 35 for a total of 143 yards and two interceptions. That's a
2: QBR of 3.8.
1: Right. Uh, and, and a guy <laughs> who has been able to, at 240 pounds, run all over the fucking field. Yesterday, I think he put up, what, four, six yards total? Yeah, I think four it was six carries. For six
2: yards or, or the other way around. Right,
1: Six carries for four, for four yards. Now, I will say this, and I said this to Mac, and I know Mac's been quiet because he's, he's on the jet traveling. They kick off to us, opening game, first drive, uh, maybe the first or second play, he comes up hobbling. And he's coming back to the line. I go, holy shit, I think he's hobbling. He may be hurt. Mac's like, oh, I didn't see it. And then you watched him. I said, I think he's favoring his right leg. He never really ran after that, and he never seemed comfortable running. I mean, he would roll out, but he never seemed comfortable I'm going to absolutely leave the pocket and I'm going downfield. I mean, that never occurred. And I think it was reflected in these six carries for four yards. Now, I think a lot of that also had to do with, I think, I think Kentucky had like 14 players on the field, or at least that's how it fucking felt Mm. because (laughs) they seemed to be everywhere at all fucking times. And it was just frustrating.
0: Their defense was solid without a doubt. Yes. Now the Florida defense, I think we need to give them some, some credit because they played, as great as the defense could play as long as they could play uh, before they just got gassed, which, you know, you and I talked about it. We've seen it in the past.
1: Well, um you say the defense. I'm going to say the very specific part of the defense, the defensive line, Gervon Dexter, Ventrell Miller, uh well, and well, your Brendan Cox. Yeah. Your linebackers and your front four, because you're, uh, your secondary kept getting burned and they kept letting receivers get fucking open and it was frustrating to watch. They didn't miss a whole lot of tackles, Mac, so I will say that. But they were letting guys just get open at will and it's like, fuck, man. Because for the first, what, two, two and a half quarters, almost zero running game. I think they were negative one yard for the longest time. Great wow. atmosphere, electric to watch, but it, it was painful. And again, I think part of it is maybe Anthony is, yeah. is injured, but even his ball throwing, not crisp, There was no, I won't say there was no zip, but he just was not finding receivers. And when he did, they were dropping the ball. So it was a combination of things. They just could not, every, every time we'd get the ball, Max going, okay, we got to do something here. Just, just do something on this drive. They get a great run from Etienne or Johnson. And then they go to throw the ball and it'd be shit, nothing. And then of course, two interceptions, the one interception, you're in your own end. You're close to your own end zone. He's rolling out. And I'm like, he goes to throw the ball. And there's a dude right in front of him. Like, where are you going with that? There's a defenseman right in front of you. You're going to try to be cute and get it around him. Well, that didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, it was painful to watch. My concern is everybody listened to the hype, or at least they got kind of drawn in by the hype from the week before, and then Kentucky comes in and unfortunately puts it on you, twenty six sixteen. So you're starting the season one and one. So
0: yeah, and I and I think you we've talked about it here on the show, right? I mean, it's important to note it, it's it's a rebuilding year right. for Florida. You know, you've got a new head coach. Um, you know, for all intents and purposes, this is uh, Anthony Richardson's first time starting. You've got a lot of new pieces. Um, when they got ranked at number 12 last week, uh, that was I think that was a bad, that was a bad omen because, well, I think they should have cracked the top 25 after beating Utah. I, I don't think they should have been ranked that high. And, and, and you're right. I wonder if that got to their head something this week. Uh, but, you know, look, it pains me to say it, but unfortunately, uh, I have to say it here. Um, Kentucky's got a good team. Stoops has got them headed in the right direction. As <clears throat> it, it, painful as it is, I'm wearing the Kentucky shirt today. It
2: sucks. <laughs> you lost a bet. Lost, you do what I you got. I lost a
0: bet. I got a man up. But.
2: Hey, with that win, I mean, he surpassed Paul Bear Bryant for number of wins at Kentucky. There you go. Uh, there you
0: go.
1: Uh, all right. So, Let's go ahead and jump into the next week. So there we go. The end of week two. The uh, as it falls out, Grinch and I tied the week with eleven wins. Haas came in third with ten. Mac, unfortunately, you are bringing up the rear with nine. Your Vanderbilt Missouri picks uh, were not favorable, and so that yeah, hurts you. That's all right. So <laughs> our, our our totals right now, we're looking at Grinch at twenty four. In first place outright me at 23 Haas in third with 22 and Mac you again bringing up the rear at 20 a lot of time left so you know no no time to to freak out and fire your head coach just yet Nebraska but you did it so you know give yourself a chance and we'll see what happens so let's go ahead since Grinch you are winning outright right now obviously you go first so let's jump into our games Alabama UL Monroe
2: um Alabama.
1: Greenbow,
2: Alabama.
1: go ahead and just make my life easy.
2: Uh, I'm gonna try to bring up the, the lines real quick.
1: Yeah, since since we don't have our Vegas go-to. That's right. Alabama. All right. Arkansas, Missouri State. Uh Arkansas. Yeah, you keep going with Arkansas until they tell you not to. Uh <clears throat> Auburn, Penn State.
2: This is one I definitely want to see the line on it. You
1: want to come back to it? We're coming back to yeah. it. Yeah. Florida, South Florida. Florida. Okay. Kentucky, Youngstown. Kentucky. LSU, Miss State.
2: Oh, this is an interesting one.
1: You want to come back Um, to it? Yeah, because this was the interesting one from last year that Mississippi State walked all over LSU.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm wondering if – like on the one hand, you're like, surely payback is on their minds, right? They got – thumped last year right and it's at death valley now i'm gonna go lsu <clears throat> I, okay I'm going to lsu
1: okay old miss georgia tech do you want to run that that georgia tech quadruple <laughs> offense or whatever they run i don't even fucking know um i'm gonna go on Miss. old miss i figured abilene christian and missouri <laughs> Abilene Christian, it is. What are you going? (laughs) Mizzou. Okay. All right. Georgia, South Carolina. I'm assuming that's a no-brainer for you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Georgia. Tennessee, Akron. Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to jump and go Vanderbilt, North Illinois. Uh, Are you looking for a line on Vanderbilt, Northern Illinois? Yeah, I am, actually.
2: (laughs) I don't like this website.
1: God damn it. Yes, this, this is when we need Mr. Vegas. I know. Like God bless it. I need to... unfortunately you don't have that benefit. We don't have all day. So chop chop, brother. Vanderbilt. Go in Vanderbilt. Okay. All right. So let's go to the two big ones. Obviously, the first is Auburn, Penn State.
2: So Mississippi State and Penn State game, Penn State, Auburn game are like the same spreads. Like two and a half.
1: Okay. So again, per the commission and the committee, obviously if you want to change it in the week, you can, but if you want to start with LSU right now, that's fine. It's totally up to you. Um,
2: yeah. I'm I'm going to go ahead and go with LSU.
1: Okay. How about Auburn, Penn State?
2: What um, I'm going to go Auburn.
1: Auburn it is. And again, any of these don't sit right with you guys. Obviously you get one change, so feel free to utilize it. Uh, and then finally, Miami versus Texas A&M.
2: Jesus!
1: Now this is at Kyle Field, and and again, obviously the whole how how does the whole app state thing play into it? How are they going to be feeling about that? Do they rebound? At, you know, frustration, anger. We just got showed yeah. to be chumps. Uh, Miami put it on Bethune Cookman, seventy to thirteen in week <laughs> one,
2: and the Southern Miss Golden Eagles,
1: <laughs> thirty to seven. <sighs> But they are ranked fifteenth. I don't know where Texas A and M will fall after the rankings this week. But that is the that is going to be the other kind of pick: of Miami versus Texas A and i
2: I'm going A
1: and and M. Okay, so your picks are locked in. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fuck. All right, so I go next. In my mouth. As I am in second place, so Alabama, UL Monroe. I will go Alabama, Arkansas over Missouri State. Florida over South Florida, Kentucky over Youngstown. Uh, I'm going to go Ole Miss over Georgia Tech, Missouri over Abilene Christian, Georgia over South Carolina, Tennessee over Akron, and I will go Vanderbilt over Northern Illinois. Let's come back to Auburn, Penn State. I am also going to go Auburn here. They're playing at home, so I'm hoping that will give them an advantage. As you said, neither team has really – showed out as 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 playing anybody of note that says this is who we are and so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the sec here hope that thankfully the bo Nicks era at auburn is over and maybe they're gonna do something better than they've done prior so i'm going with auburn and then lsu miss state i i think they got shown for chumps last year against that air raid offense mike leach at mississippi state they are playing in death valley do we know what time this game actually is It is Mississippi State, LSU. It will be 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Gotcha. So I am going to go LSU here. I think, you know, being at home is going to help them, and we'll see what happens. And then I am also going to go Texas A&M over Miami. I think, you know, they are going to hopefully go. We got showed up at home. We're not going to do it again. We're not letting another team come in here. Hopefully, Jimbo has gotten his head out of his ass, and, you know, we will see what happens. All right. So now... Since he is in third place, I will go ahead and drop Haas' picks. He did send them to me.
2: That's good. Otherwise, he would have forfeited.
1: Absolutely. I made sure and made that abundantly clear (laughs) that he had to do that because I knew he was not feeling well. And so I was like, do not forget that. Uh, So Alabama, UL Monroe, he's going to Alabama. He is taking Arkansas. He is going Penn State. He is taking Florida over South Florida. He is taking Kentucky over Youngstown, LSU over Miss State. He is taking Ole Miss. He is taking Missouri, Georgia. He is taking Tennessee over Akron. He is going Texas A&M over Miami and Vanderbilt over Northern Illinois. So I guess the only difference there is going to be the Auburn-Penn State game. So, Mac, you still with us on your private jet?
0: Oh, hang on. Let me put uh, let me
1: put the tray of food away. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting here eating. All right, we are going to go ahead and jump to your picks, brother, as you are in last place.
0: Okay,
1: Alabama, U. L. Monroe. Alabama. He is going Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> All right, brother. So Arkansas over Missouri State.
0: Arkansas.
1: Penn State, Auburn. Penn State. Oh, shit. Another man's taking Penn State. Okay, so we are split 50-50. Grinch and I with Auburn, Mac and Haas going Penn State. Uh, Florida over South Florida? Florida. <laughs> I'm concerned by the hesitation, but that's okay. <laughs> Kentucky over Youngstown? Kentucky. Mississippi State rolling into Death Valley to LSU?
0: Let's come back to that.
1: One. Coming back to that one. Ole Miss going to Georgia Tech. Ole Miss. Abilene Christian going to Missouri.
0: <sighs> Missouri.
1: <laughs> Georgia. Georgia is going to Williams-Brice Stadium in South Carolina. Georgia. Akron going to Tennessee. Tennessee. My, uh, I'll come back to that one. Vanderbilt, Northern Illinois.
0: I really wanted to fire Vanderbilt this, this week. Uh, they, they, they cut me deep. Uh, but this is, a, I, I think this is when I'm going with Vanderbilt again.
1: What if Northern Illinois wins? Just out I, of curiosity. I
0: quit, I, quit, I quit the league at that okay. point.
1: Devil's advocate. I'm,
0: go, I'm going to go burn Vanderbilt down.
1: Okay. If, me and Pookie. If they burn you <laughs> twice, because if they burn you this week, that will be three weeks and four weeks in a row. Four yeah. games, not weeks technically, but four, four games in a row they have burned you down. Okay, so now we're going to go to uh, Miami at Texas A&M. Number 15 Miami at texas a and i A&M.
0: I'm going Texas a and I, I think everybody kind of agrees they're going to rebound. Um, you know, They've got talent. I'm not sold on Miami at 15. Uh, they're an ACC team. They haven't really played anybody. Um, I don't think they can go into Kyle Field and beat Texas A&M.
1: Okay, and then finally... What did we say to come back to Mississippi State, LSU? Yeah, can we come back to that one? Yes. Um, (laughs) Okay, so we can we can move over to our to our Coastal Carolina. No,
0: no, I got to make a pick. Uh, Sure,
1: you do. It's
0: in Death Valley. It's a. What did we say? It was a six PM game. Six six PM game. I'm going to go LSU.
1: LSU. Come on, Brian Kelly. You had a shit start, then you rebounded. Here's your chance. He
0: I'm not so sure I'd say he rebounded though, but <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: Fair point, fair point. All right, so now we move over to the Coastal Carolina matchup. Uh, we Everybody is currently sitting at two wins. Coastal Carolina over Army in week one. They struggled against Gardner-Webb, but did pull out the win 31-27. And this week, they're going to face Buffalo. Good old Buffalo. Uh, couldn't tell you anything about Buffalo. I can tell you very little about Coastal Carolina, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Grinch, obviously, in this one, you are also going first, as you are the outright leader. So, uh Coastal Carolina and Buffalo. Are you checking that? Uh, I'm not. Nope. Oh, okay, okay. Do um, I need to zoom in? you got to get
2: – I was just seeing who they were – who was coming up, because Georgia State and Georgia Southern are going to be difficult games for them. Uh, I well, think they win against Buffalo. And,
1: and, and they've got to
0: play App State at some yeah. point this season. They so, got to yeah. play
1: Marshall, followed by App State. And Marshall. State. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you are going coastal here. Yeah. Okay, so you're going coastal. I too will go coastal Carolina. I'm hoping the you know the home game as they start to play away games, maybe I reevaluate. But I'm hoping playing at home uh, will continue to benefit them. Uh, I did get Haas's pick here. He is going Buffalo. Uh, I don't know why I put Buffalo in red. That was not intentional. I apologize. Forgive me. I'm fired. All right. And then, Mac, you round out the Los Cuatro Chinetes with your pick, Coastal Carolina versus Buffalo.
0: Yeah, and you said this is a home game down there in
1: Conway, South yes, Carolina, right. right? Yep.
0: So, yeah, on the blue field, I think uh, I think Coastal pulls out the win.
1: Unstoppable.
0: Yeah. It's, hard, right. it's hard to concentrate on that, uh, that ugly AstroTurf.
1: That's why Boise State always does so well.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: So there we go. We got all of our picks locked in for that league as well. Everybody going Coastal Carolina except for Haas. He decided to be the one outlier with Buffalo, and we will see how that shakes out. And then back in our regular picks, we are locked in, gentlemen. Everybody's got their picks in. Uh, The only two – I'm sorry, this is technically not – the only game that is going to be an issue is going to be Penn State – and the Auburn game with a 50-50 split. Other than that, down the line, everybody picked identically. So uh, Haas and Mac, you have a chance to either pull one back or drop one moving forward. Uh, unfortunately, I will still be at least one behind Grinch because I am. I think I'm paired evenly with you, Grinch, correct? Yes. And again... Uh, I will make sure that Haas knows this since he is not here, but everybody does get one wild card pick. So if any point in the week you see something, read something, and decide to make an ultimate, you know, change, just let me know and then we can make that happen. But currently as it stands, that's where we're at. One game, Auburn, Penn State, 50-50 split, and we will see how this falls out. Uh, Mac, as always, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you joining us from the uh, private jet on your way home. The game was wonderful. Enjoyed you being here for the week. Uh, it is now back to the grind. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we are here week in and week out to bring you SEC football almost exclusively. We do generally touch on other games, not unlike Coastal Carolina. Uh, but feel free to check out all of our episodes. You can uh, find us at aspiriteddebate.com in our vault there, or you can drop us a line at the four horsemen at a That is our, our parent show that Liquor and Leagues is hide to feel free to go ahead and hit us up there if you have something to say about sec football or football in general we'd be more than happy to talk about it but uh yeah almost exclusively sec football here so gentlemen as always thank you so much uh, hopefully grinch you and i can pull away from them just one more and auburn will not let us down so until next week gentlemen i will bid you all adieu love you guys can't wait to do this again